It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Good evening. C'est moi, c'est Simon. Simon Marcel at your service. Uh, we're going to talk love and relationships. I'm going to get to your phone calls in a few seconds. But just a little advice coming from uh, two friends of mine who uh, broke up. Young people, early 20s, been together for about 18 months. And things, you know, they went different ways and a lot of pain and it's difficult emotionally. And, and I have an advice and I want to share that because she told me thanks for the advice. When someone breaks up with you, don't chase after them. Don't harass them. Don't ask for too many questions. It won't change anything. Once somebody tells you they need space or they want to be on their own or they don't want to be together anymore, they have the right to do so. So chasing them, harassing them, calling them all the time, just make them want to run away faster from you. Keep that in mind. I didn't know that when I was 20 and I made all those mistakes. So don't do like me, do better than me. If somebody doesn't want you, you don't want them back. That's the rule. You call the next. If you have a question about your partner, call the rendezvous now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Thomas. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What's going on with your girlfriend? How can I help you? Yeah, um, well, it's a tricky topic, but um, I guess she's been gaining weight this year. Uh, I guess she's been home a lot and been eating a lot more and hasn't been exercising or she, ne she never has exercised, but it's finally kind of catching up with her. And, mm -hmm. you know, on my end, I've been, you know, really watching my weight and working out more. So I've been losing weight. So we're like going in the opposite directions size-wise. Mm -hmm. It's just awkward. How does that make you feel that she's got uh, extra weight on her? Uh, you know, she's I'm less attracted to her. So it's a little bit awkward, you know. And then also, she's like, you know, get, getting cookies and stuff in the middle of the night. She's like snacks and stuff. And, you know, for me, I'm trying to diet. So it's even tempting for me. I don't want, you know, to be around that either. Um, how how so long have you been together? Uh, it's been a year and a half now. Mm -hmm. On a scale of one to ten, Thomas, how much do you love her? Uh, nine. Okay. So, let's understand that uh, in terms of crisis and moment of anxiety, people either eat less or eat more. This is how we all react. And we have to respect, you know, in that crisis, the fact that for your girlfriend, eating a little more, yes, gets the weight, but it helps her kind of manage her anxiety, right? It's like, I'm very anxious. Yeah. I don't say it, I have some sugar in my blood with the cookies and stuff, I feel a little more calm. You, on the other hand, took a different road. Um, has she talked to herself about the uh, gain of weight or she has not talked about it? Oh, she talks about it, but she's like, uh, I think, just too lazy to exercise or change your diet. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I wouldn't agree with the term lazy. I don't know her, but I think I've had friends, men and women, it's not a matter of laziness, it's a matter of comfort, the fact that they need the amount of sugar to feel calm. So here's my advice. Um, I think it's her who has to decide more than you whether she should gain weight or lose weight because those things are a deeper reflection of how you know, our emotional uh, level are. So I would like you to you know, you show the respect and say, listen, maybe we can walk together, do some stuff. Don't ever criticize her weight ever, of course, because you criticize the side of her that she's aware. It makes her anxious. And really, because of where we are with this pandemic and the madness, Thomas, we all have to have a lot of tolerance and patience for everybody's mood so we can go together as a team until we're out of it. And then it's a different right. story. But for now, my advice to be patient, to advise her maybe to talk about how she feels, why she eats stuff with sugar, 
uh, and a little more exercise. All this in a very fun way, okay? Okay, yeah, I like that idea. Thank you. You're welcome. Thomas, thanks for the call and have a good night. Thank you so much. Coming up, I'm going to answer Mika's question because her boyfriend gave her something and now she doesn't feel like she should really keep it. Uh, you'll understand when I read the Facebook message. Next. So I just got a, a Facebook message question at the Rendezvous show from Mika who goes, Bonjour Simon, my boyfriend gave me a necklace for my birthday. I loved it until... I found out that he actually originally gave it to his ex. His mom saw me wearing it and said it looks better on me than her. I haven't told him I know that and I don't want to seem ungrateful, but really, I don't want it anymore. So what should I do? Okay, that's a good question. If you find out your partner gives you something you already gave to his ex, would you wear it or not? I'll tell you what to do next. How would you feel if you were in Mika's shoes, who sent me that Facebook message question? Because her boyfriend gave her a necklace for her birthday. She loved it until, until she found out he already gave it to his ex first. And obviously now she doesn't want to sound ungrateful, but doesn't want it anymore. Would you wear something that you know was given to somebody ex's first? What should you do? Mika, what you should do is tell him the truth. No unspoken. Say, so listen, I really appreciate the gesture, but now that I know you already gave the exact same necklace to your ex, Oni, I don't want to wear it. It was not meant for me, it was meant for her. So I'll give it back to you. Maybe you can sell it and buy me something else. No unspoken is good. That's my advice. Speak up, tell him nicely, and give back that necklace. It was not meant for you. Now, coming up, I have a caller who wants to share a great personal romantic story. So stay with me. That's coming up next. If you want to share a romantic story that happened to you, please call me now at 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Trisha. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Trisha. So, you have a romantic story you would like to share on the rendezvous. Go ahead, please. I, I do. Uh, my husband um, and I, we have a little baby, um, and he just recently, my husband, had to go back to work in the office. And I'm at home full-time with our baby and working full-time. So it's been pretty stressful for me for for a little while now, about a month. And so what he's been doing, which has been so sweet and generous, is that he comes home during the day for about an hour and mm -hmm. just gives me time to just be alone and go for a walk or whatever I want to do for that hour. And he mm -hmm. just takes care of everything in the house and everything with our with our little baby and it is i mean it's been such a game changer for us and it's really made me appreciate him and you know i think we've both been stressed out but this has really helped us and helped our relationship and it's just so you know such a small act but it's it's really it's been such a game changer it's really been how did amazing. that make you feel just so loved and cared about you know that's it, it. Just amazing yeah mm -hmm. well listen it, i understand I, and, and you got to give him credit i hope you're planning something for him too to make him yeah. feel so special and love that would be nice uh thank yeah. you very much for calling trisha and have a good night thank you good night simon coming up i am going to go help olivia who just left me a voicemail uh about a guy that she's seeing so she needs my help her voicemail is next
So, Olivia left me a voicemail at 855-905-8255 with an important question. Take a listen. Hi, Simon. This is Olivia. Um, I just have a question. I've recently started seeing someone at work, and um, it turns out they're actually like in a hot and cold relationship with someone they've recently been dating, and I don't know if I should wait around or just move on. What do you think? Olivia, thanks for the voicemail. Yes, uh, if you started to date somebody who uh, also has a hot and cold relationship with somebody else, should you wait around, hang around uh, for things to get better, or should you just move on? I'll tell you what I think next. What should you do if you started to date somebody, you know, somebody you kind of like, and you know, it's not exclusive yet, so they're also dating somebody else that, and they're in a hot and cold relationship, so you feel like you're kind of depending on, on the mood of the other relationship for yours. Should you stay in that situation or move on? My advice, Olivia, is to move on. Um, you're not the back burner girl. You don't want to be. And uh, if he's another hot and cold relationship, it's going to take all his energy, all his concentration, and I don't want you to play back burner. So my advice is clear on this one. I'm like all or nothing kind of guy. You know, I'm sure you prefer all the attention for you too. So my advice is to move on, find somebody who's just for you and focusing on you guys. So that's my advice, clear and simple. Bye-bye. Thank you, and you call the next. If you have a question about your partner or your relationship, call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Margot. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Margot. So, um, what's going on between you and your husband? How can I help? So, I, I guess I'm just struggling because I feel like my husband is prioritizing everything else over our relationship. You know, work, sports, menial tasks around the house. Like, I just want him to focus back on us, on our relationship, mm -hmm. on, on romance. And I just don't know where to start. Okay, I understand. When do you think that started? How long ago? I want to say it was about three or four months ago. You know, things were getting stressful at work. But, I mean, at the end of the day, what's more important, your relationship or your job? You know, jobs come and go. Well, I mean, both are important, you know, especially in these crazy days. But So, have you talked to him about it? Has he, I mean, have you had a good conversation about it? I have tried. But, you know, a lot of times it's usually, honey, I'm tired, I'm stressed can we talk about this tomorrow and then tomorrow comes and nothing you know it's just he's just so everything else just seems to take up his time like he doesn't want to talk about it um do you guys have ulala or no ulala i mean we do but not you know it's very different it doesn't feel like it's romantic and and it, it feels very routine you know very uh mechanical yes yes exactly okay so basically, you would like to feel again, like, you know, at the beginning, like when somebody's courting you and there's some romance and fun, you go out, go to a restaurant, do things, right? Yes. Okay. So it's kind of the moment of truth, really. Um, you have to have a conversation with him about how you feel. And you don't let him open the TV Said I need to talk to you now, like that. And then you tell him how you feel. And then you tell him, you know, what you need. And you tell him what you miss. And you suggest to him that he takes a piece of paper, and you both take a piece of paper, and you will both write what you would expect from each other, 
All right? So it's like not just you side, him too. Maybe he misses some things. I don't know. So that gives you an opportunity a week later, once you have written every grievance or every demand or every fantasy, everything you want to do together, to discuss, you know, what could you do together? What could be fun? So it's like, uh, you know, all the things we want to do together. So you will write dinner, uh, go and for a walk, you'll write something else, and then you'll be things in common. And from that, you know, mutual list, you'll be able to figure out what can help you. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Thank you again. All right, Marco. I hope it helps you. It has helped others. So good luck to you and your husband. Be patient and be honest. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you. You know, this last call leads me to talk about what we really want from each other when we're together. So let's talk about it. Honestly, next. If somebody would handle you a piece of paper, if you're in a relationship, it said, what do you want from your partner? And you could write anything you want. I guarantee you that men and women would write different things. And the problem we have, and I see it in the last call I had with Margot or others, actually, on my social media at Rendezvous Radio, is that we project on each other what we want from each other. And we don't listen. Men don't listen to women enough. But women don't want to hear what guys have to say too because it's so different. And the illusion is to pretend at the beginning that we don't have those differences. But we do. Because chemically, we are different also. So the communication is huge. And I, I, I've made the mistakes of not listening. That's why I do a show now and I listen to you. To learn. But please listen to me. I'm going to share with you next a personal example of what happens when you don't listen to your partner about what they want and who they are. Next. So, remember this show is based on one principle. Don't do like me, do better than me when it comes to romance and everything else. Because I've made all the mistakes. Sorry about that. I've made the mistakes. Um, so, I don't want you to make them. So, anyway, when I was in my 20s, even mid-30s, I thought what I want, what was women want? And so there was a constant problem between what I thought was romantic, what they thought was romantic, what I thought was fun, what they thought is fun, and I never listened. I thought they did not understand instead of listening. And so my uh, French butt got dumped like an old sock many times, and I was sorry for that. So don't do like me, do better than me. Listen to each other, write to each other compromise to each other. We are very different. Doesn't stop the love, but we gotta make an effort. That's my advice. So that said, you call the next. Bonjour Patricia. Bonjour Simon. So what's going on with the man you are dating these days? How can I help you? Yes. So I've been seeing someone for about four months and I really like him a lot and I feel like we have the stuff, you know, but mm -hmm. Recently, I've discovered that he's kind of possessive and controlling. Um, it really bothers him that I'm friends with another guy in the building. And he's asked me three times if I've been, like, talking to the Steven guy. And every time I say, first of all, we're in a new relationship. I don't really owe you an explanation for where I've been or what I'm doing. Like, you have to trust me. And then second of all, like, Steven is just a friend. I don't, I'm not attracted to him. He's like a foot shorter than me. All right. But the other night, I found my boyfriend waiting up for me at 1130 at night in the wow. dark. And what? he flips on the lights when I come home. And he's like, hey, I couldn't help but notice you and Steven came home at the same time. What's up with that? And 
I felt really creeped out that he would yeah. feel so comfortable interrogating me. Yeah, I mean, this is very creepy. I, I agree. So let's say for a second you were talking to your best girlfriend. She would tell you that story. What would be the advice for your best girlfriend? I would say this guy's got control issues and he needs to go tell him to go deal with them and then don't let him stay with you until he does. That or would you go one step further that this man has, you know, some uh, major issues that could become abusive very soon and he yeah. just showed you all the beginning of the red flags and you should run and not date him anymore? Uh, yeah, I know, you're right. I mean, I have told him three times, like, stop interrogating me, and he won't, he's not stopping, so. Listen, I'm, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but I want to protect you, and yeah. you would do the same if it was like a friend. This behavior is the expression of hate and anger. They have so much anger, and they're waiting for any reason to attack you, and to control you, and then to abuse you. So, it's been three times, that's enough. If I were you... I would break up with him, and that's that. No matter what fuss or romance he puts up, I'm giving you my advice. Do not yeah. go out with a man who's that creepy. It's going to end up badly. Okay, yeah. So, I'm going to break up with him. Just, oh, yeah. Yes, to be safe. And tell him, if anything happens, you know, I've told other friends, and I call the police. So don't bother me. Don't call me. That's it. I just used to, you, you, you freaked me out. That's it. Okay. You shrink. You don't need a girlfriend. Yep. All right, Patricia, be strong, and I'm glad you called me. You know what to do, and, and have a good night. Thank you so much. Final question for you. Should you tell your partner that you have cheated in past relationship, or don't tell them? The answer, next. Do you think you should tell your partner that you have cheated in past relationships, uh, or just don't tell them? Interesting enough, I had posted this question on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. I hope you follow me. Very simple, at Rendezvous Radio, one word. So anyway, um, the result of the votes are clear. 55% of you voted don't tell them anything. 45% said do tell them that you've cheated in past relationships. My advice, um, only tell the truth if asked, but don't offer to talk about past relationships. It's not necessary. It's buried in the past, and we live in the present, not in the past. So that's my advice. Don't lie, just don't offer, if not ask. Thank you so much for being with me tonight. Thank you for your calls. Thank you for the emails, the social media, 24-7, at Rendezvous Radio. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.